Uh, God has been bringing his word to us on the subject, what it takes to see the glory of God. What does it really take? We have looked at the first one, one, an encounter with the Son. We open the access, we give you access to behold the glory of God. We say anybody that have the Son, we already, you already see the glory of God. And two, we talked about sanctification. We talk about sanctification. You must be sanctified. Sanctify yourself. Wash your clothes. Cleanse your body. Cleanse your heart. Don't just rend your clothes, but also rend your heart. That may have a broken heart, a repentant heart, a, a heart that forgives, a heart that is void of offenses. Now, and then today we are looking at a different uh, aspect of that. What does it really take to see God? What price? What price must you pay? Now, um, I read from here, Deuteronomy 6, from verse 1 to 6. Now, these are the commandments, the, the, the commandment, the status, and the judgment which the Lord your God commanded to teach you, that ye might do them in the land whither ye go to possess it, that thou mayest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his status and his commandment, which I commanded, thou and thy son and thy son's sons, all the days of thy life, and that thy days may be prolonged, your days will be prolonged in good health, in peace of mind, in the mighty name of Jesus. Your days will be prolonged in good health, in peace of mind, in the name of Jesus. Now, the Bible went on by saying in verse 3, Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with you, and that ye may increase mightily, as the Lord, as the Lord God of thy father had promised thee, in the land that floweth with milk and honey. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one. The Lord is one Lord. Now, and and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart. Where shall it be? Or mute your device if you are following. Where should the word of God be? In the heart. The word of God be in my heart. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, uh, what it takes to see the glory of God, number three. Love for God. Love. Now, our God is more than willing to reveal and to manifest his glory to us. To manifest his glory in us and also even through us. He's more than willing. Now, but the challenge is, is only few that truly love God. Majority of people... Um, seek God because of what they will get from him. Because they need husband, they need wife, they need children, they need cars, they need job, they need favor, they need uh, you know business to bloom, to bloom, and the list is endless. Now, but the God that we serve is looking for people that he don't just, oh, it is what I will get from God. But the people that have his word in their, that have his words in their hearts, 
those are the kind of people God is looking for. And so, you see, one thing I have come to understand with God, everything is in levels with God. A good example is, look at the world today. You have, um, you have both believers, unbelievers, the righteous, and the wicked. God did not say because there are wicked people, the sun will not rise today. No. Because he already made a covenant that the sun, it will always be and it cannot be broken. God did not say, well, only some parts of this area we have, um, you know, um, the sun or the moon. But he still showered it over everybody, both the righteous and, and the wicked. How about rainfall? Rainfall. Do you know that people that are kidnapping people, that are kidnapping people? Aww. Amen. God bless you. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Hallelujah. Don't sleep and don't snow. Amen. The Lord bless you. All right. Now, uh, the antidote to that is that don't lie down. Don't sit down. Stand on your feet. And then it shall be well with you. You will not sleep during revival hour. Now, look at also rainfall as well. God allowed rains to fall on both the righteous and the wicked. He allowed both rain to fall, snowfall. In fact, in the camp of the dance of, you know, drug laws now, they also have access to water. They, they have wives. They are giving back to children. But what happened is this. Even though God allowed those things, now, to his children, do you see what happened to some of them? Especially the one that refused to repent. Some of them, is either those children, you know what they become? You know what happened to their marriage? You know the abrupt thing that happened to all the property they have acquired. But to the people that love God, it's not the same. Now, so God is looking for people that really love them in order for him to manifest his glory. You may ask, what does it really mean to love God? We'll, we'll, we'll look at that in a few seconds. Now, but he is searching for the heart that is truly in love with him. The Bible tells us in 2 Chronicles 16. If you are there before me, you can read 2 Chronicles 16. 2 Chronicles 16. 2 Chronicles 16, verse 9. The Bible says, for the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the, in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. So God is looking for people who truly love him, whose, whose heart is perfect towards him. Herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore, from henceforth thou shalt have war. Now, God is the one speaking to the people of Israel. But God is saying in that A part, he said he's looking, he's, God's eyes is running to and fro like this. What is he doing? He's searching for people that love him. When he look at you, he said, that one is not no, no, no. That one, I know why he's claiming he loves me. I know exactly what is in his heart. Remember that God knows our heart. He knows, he knows, he knows. He has a map of our life. He knows our thought apart. So he knows whether we love him or not. Now, now, 
the, the moment God finds a heart, a man, a woman, a family, a church, a community, a nation that truly loves him, what happens? He manifests himself to them. He showed himself mightily to them. He reveals his power, his glory to them in a mighty way. Now, that, that, was, that was the kind of thing that, that, that singled King David out from the bush. He loved God. Even after he became even the king, his love for God did not diminish. He loved God even to his last breath. No wonder God made a covenant that no other king on earth enjoys that same covenant as this. David is long gone, but now we are talking about David. Why? He loved God passionately. Right from when he was in, the, in his youth, he loved God. Another example is Job. Job said, why the secret of the Lord was in my youth, in his youth. That means Job had loved God right from his youth. So youth in the earth, it is possible to love God now and still love him to the end of your life. Job, so all the people that love God, God reveal his glory in their life. The question is, do you love God? Is your heart perfect before him? Or your kind of love is, uh, let me just go to church. I'm looking for miracle. Well, you get miracle. God is doing miracles in our midst every day, always. But then it's beyond having miracle. Now, he loved the people that love him. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 17. God loved the people that love them. So your one single prayer this morning, Lord, help me to love you. I want to love you. I want to love you. I want my heart to be perfect before you in these 14 days of glory today. Help me to love you. Now, Proverbs 8, verse 17. Proverbs 8, verse 17. I love them that love me. And those that seek me early, what will, what will happen? They said, shall find me. You will find God in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I said, you will find God in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, God, when we talk about loving God, what does it mean? Number one, it means to put him first in everything. The Bible said in Matthew 6, 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things. What are those things? Money, good health, peace of mind, safety, children, spouse, houses, all of that. All long life, all these things will be added unto you. So, what does it mean to love God? Number one, it means to put God first in everything. In everything. When you wake up, put Him first. When you are going to bed, put Him first. When you are making a decision, put Him first. I want to embark on that project, on that dream. Do you have a selfish reason behind it? If you have a selfish reason behind it, we are doing expect the support of God. But if you have a heart to say, ah, I want to embark on this project to bring glory to God, then God will say, no problem, I will support you because you love me, because you put me first, because you are thinking about me, because you want to please me, because you want to make me happy. And God will say, okay, no problem, I will bless the work of your hand. I see God blessing the work of the hand of somebody in the mighty name of Jesus. Number two, what does it really mean to love God? It means to honor him. You see, uh, wives, 
that are here, I want you to know that if you love your husband, you will honor him. You will honor him. The honor that you know that you cannot give to your husband, you are giving it to other men. That is not honor. Look at what the Bible tells us in the book of First Samuel chapter two. First Samuel chapter two. First Samuel chapter two, verse verse twenty nine to thirty. First Samuel chapter two, from verse uh, twenty nine to thirty. First Samuel chapter two, twenty nine to thirty. Wherefore keep ye at my sacrifice and at my, at my offering, which I have commanded in my habitation, and honor thy sons above me, to make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all the offerings of Israel, my people. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel said, I said, indeed, that my house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord said, Be it for me, for them that honor me, I will honor, and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Let somebody shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So, what does Amen. it mean to, to love God? It means to honor Him. Honor Him with your first fruit, honor Him with your interest, honor Him with your body. Honor him with the words of your mouth. Honor him in your dressing. Honor him in your decision. As you go out, whatever you do, honor the law. When you honor the law, is an indication you love them. You honor the person you love. When you honor the law, you love him. This is a proof that you truly love him. So my question, do you love him? And lastly, what does it mean to love God? It means to put other people first ahead of yourself. To put people first ahead of you. Paul was talking. Paul says, Paul says that he says that he says that preferring one another. He said, prefer other people than yourself. Don't don't prefer yourself first. If you do, then there is no way you can love them. There's no way you can put God first. Put God first, honor him, and put all others. Came before yourself and watch. Now, I'll, I'll share. I'll share something with you uh, in the next few seconds. Now, look at the book of Romans. Romans. Let's look at what Romans says. Romans. Romans. Romans chapter twelve, verse ten. I read here. Romans chapter twelve, verse ten. Be affection one to another. With brotherly love. In honor. Preferring one another. In honor. If you read Hebrew 13 verse 1. If you read Philippians 2 verse 3. In honor. Preferring one another. Prefer other people. Above Ask the Lord. Lord. I'm in this situation. What would you want me to do? What would the Lord tell you? Well, so that's right. Now, your prayer this morning that you are going to pray while I share something with you is this. Lord, help me to love you. It's a simple as that. Help me to love you and make my heart right. My heart right. Now, you know, yesterday, while we were coming, I was going to pick my wife up. And I was praying inside the car. 
praying in my heart. But as I was praying, there were about maybe maybe more than five or six things at the same time running through my mind. Some that appeared to some are personal, some are church, family, and different things. As far as the point I called myself to order, I said, if I'm if I'm asking, like I said, with all these things that I'm asking God now, which one do I want God to actually do? Because when our heart is clouded, so I was talking to myself, and then I paused the prayer. I said, Lord, what I decided is that God said, I should between all these five things, which one do I want him to visit me today? That was yesterday, before we came for evening prayer. And I told him the one that I want. And asked me the one that I want that I told him first. This church. The people. And then I will continue praying until finally I took my wife. Brethren, I now say within my heart, I know God will be no way. God, I can't be so many things that I said, I said, Lord, just one thing. Let's take it one by one now. I said, this one is number one. Brethren, lo and behold, tonight, from this morning, God visited me in five days to answer all the six things in my heart. All of them, one by one, in different faces. He said, because you put, he said, the one you prefer, when you were talking to me yesterday was that you say you prefer the one that has to do with the church as your number one. You say because of that, I visited you all. Brethren, you love God. I want you to pray this one. I say, Father, help me to love you. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. If you put God first, he will answer you. I'm telling you, even the things I was not asking for, he added them to me. The thing I was not even praying for, he, he added them to me. Say, Lord, help me to love you. 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 If you are here this morning, you are not born again. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. And when you surrender your life to Jesus, when you surrender your life to him, then Jesus will plant, he will plant the love of God in your heart. So you are here this morning or you are, you are joining a family or your family, and you are here to be born again. You are hearing me this morning. I may not see you, but God can see you. I want you to raise up your right hand, wherever you are. God is waiting for you. He wants you to come just as you are. Don't wait until you are. You can't be perfect on your own wisdom. You, you, until you come to him, that's where, that is when you become perfect. I want you to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today a sinner. Forgive me my sins. Write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. Cleanse me. Help me to love you. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Lord, I pray for as many that have prayed this prayer. Please, Lord, forgive them their sin. Write their name in the book of life. Lord, uproot the desire for sin out of their heart and plant the desire for righteousness. Lord, fill them with the Holy Ghost according to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13. Thank you, Jesus, for answered prayer. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Go ahead and pray that prayer. I say, Lord Jesus, Help me to love you. Help me to love your kingdom. To love your people. Help me to love your work. More than the way I love myself. Help me to love people. If brethren, maybe if God approached you like, yeah, I never knew he was going, I'm telling you. I never knew he was going to visit me. 
I never knew. All I knew was that he asked me a question. He said, among all these six things that you're asking now, which one is the most important to you? And I said, well, your church is the most important. He said, well, that was all. But then he decided to answer all the remaining ones, even more that I did not ask for. I wanted to talk to him. I said, Father, I thank you. Lord Jesus, help me to love you genuinely. Help me to love you. Help me to prefer your kingdom. Help me to prefer your kingdom first. Help me to love other people. Help me to, to, to love my wife. Help me to love my children. Help me to love your church. Help me to love my family. Open your mouth this morning and talk to him. Father, I thank you. Help me to love 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 you. I thank you for your visitation, not just to me, but to your children as well. I give you the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we are friends. I want you to stretch forth your hand. King of kings, I thank you for this blessed morning. The word that you have placed in my heart, I have delivered unto your children not hiding anything from them. Lord, I pray this morning, let this word mix with faith in their heart. Lord, as a token, please increase their love for you in the name of Jesus. And Lord, even as I have testified before you and thy people of what you did between yesterday afternoon and this morning, Lord, I pray, please let your people have their own testimony today greater than mine in the name of Jesus. I pray today, Lord, give all your children a heart that truly love you. As you are searching through in these 14 days of glory, you are looking and say, whose heart is right in Jesus' heart? Who can I visit again? Who can I visit today? Whose testimony can I, whose answer, uh, uh, request can I turn to testimony? Father, let it be your children in the name of Jesus. Let it be their household in the name of Jesus. Are you looking for a job? Job is looking for you today. Are you looking for scholarship? Scholarship is looking for you today. Whatever favor you desire in the sight of men, as you love God by putting him forth daily in the name of Jesus, those things will come in multitude looking for you in the name of Jesus. As you go out today, you will have testimony. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we are.